Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by All Things Great and Spool. It's Sarah Spool. To be more like Sarah, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, get bonus content, and grow the show today. Joe Marler is a big hearted man, and he's got. A podcast plan. It's the Joe Marla Show. It's the Joe Marla Show. Oh, oh, oh. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Joe and it's off to work I go. This is Tom. He's a bum. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know what rhymed with Tom, so I went with bum. Okay, interesting that your subconscious suggested bum. It's not subconscious. Name another word that rhymes with Tom. It's so hard. Ron. 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 There's no M in it. True. So it doesn't rum. Uh, rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Question for you, Joe. Please. You can either have wings or gills. Which are you choosing? Oh. Gills. Oh. That's the wings. How big are my wings? Like... Keanu Reeves style wings or they're not as big as Pegasus but they're slightly longer than your arms so if you were to leave the studio in today you could fly to Waterloo to get your train home but you couldn't fly all the way to Heathfield because your arms would get tired your wings would get tired but you could fly a decent distance gill wise yeah you just breathe underwater piece of piss so if you wanted to swim underwater with your gills you could remember that time I told you about my snorkeling yeah. incident like and the trouble I had with understanding them. Yeah. If I had gills, I could fucking snorkel all I wanted. Well, you wouldn't have to snorkel. No, but I would. Like, I could. You get rid of the snorkel. You could just swim underwater. Yeah, I know, but I'd still need the goggles in the the, the, the tube, no? We'd need the tube. you got gills. Yeah, could, yeah, but I have to have the goggles and the tube, <laughs> otherwise it's not called snorkeling. Yeah, but you don't need to snorkel. No, I know, but I'm saying if I'm going snorkeling... <laughs> You have to have the glasses and the tube. Otherwise... Why do the tube? Because that's snorkelling. Yeah, but you don't need to snorkel. because No, you're... I know. 
But if I wanted to snorkel, I would. that's what I would have. If I don't have that, then it's just swimming underwater and I can breathe. Yeah. So what are you saying? <laughs> you don't need a snorkel. No. Yes, you do need a snorkel, <laughs> even if I've got gills. Why? Because then that's snorkeling. You're not getting it. Otherwise, you're just a fish. But snorkeling is merely swimming with a snorkel with your face underwater. So you can swim underwater... With a snorkel. Without a snorkel. No, I know what you're saying. You're saying, because I've chosen it. I've chosen gills instead of wings. Sure. Fuck the wings. I don't like heights. And if I can't even fly home, what's the point? You could fly home if you were closer to home, if you were six miles away. Or you'd have to stop repeatedly like it was a run and you couldn't run it. No, no, because if I have gills, I can jump in the Thames and swim home. It's a very long way because you've got to go out into the North Sea then all the way around the bottom of the... English Channel, how far from the coast are you at Heathfield? About 25 minutes inland. Is there a major waterway connecting Heathfield to the sea? Well, it's the sewage system. You're swimming up 25 miles of shit, which could be an English river at this point anyway. Andy Dufresne did it, why can't I? Okay, I can't answer that. Okay, but snorkelling is when you've got a snorkel on. If you haven't got a snorkel on, swimming underwater with gills. I think we've made that quite clear, Joe. Let's get a guest on. (laughs) Our guest today is Natalie, who is a cleaner. <laughs> Hello, Natalie. Hello. Natalie, are you finding Joe's so-called calm voice quite weird? I am. Yeah, a little bit creepy. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> backfired, isn't it? Can we give a bit of context to why I'm doing this creepy calm voice? I don't know. Well, you do, because about five seconds well, yeah, ago, you said, I prefer Tom's Tom's voice on this episode. No, no, I like because... Tom's voice coming from Tom, because it's quite nice. It calms you down, but not so much from you. There's a compliment in there somewhere, Joe. I like, love your voice, but just be yourself, yeah. Right, so does that mean you've listened to this show before? Loads. Oh, loads. We are like mega fans. When you say we, who's we? Well, my husband started listening to you, and then we went down to the Isle of Wight for a little weekend away the other week, and he was like, I've been listening to this podcast, and he put you on. And then my son Harrison, that's why he got into it. Obviously, he didn't listen to some of the ones. There's a few rude bits, aren't there, Natalie? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not so much that, but just some of the shows. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Um, of the topics. Well, like, sex workers aren't really appropriate for him, maybe. If we were to do one on those Harrison's... But I love that one. I must say, I love that one. That's (laughs) one of my (laughs) favourites. Did you, did you know what the thing was that we didn't know the thing? Docking? No, yeah. I didn't even know it either. come straight out with it. I was totally like, oh, hmm. And I was exactly the same. How does that work? Practically. Mm. Did you ever get it straight in your head, Joe? Sorry, that's the wrong phrase. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever work it out? Um, no. I don't think it's possible. It definitely is. Do you reckon? Well. One has to be more into it than the other, though, obviously. Because one has to be relaxed. Yeah. Easily done. Okay. What are we doing tonight, Tom? Okay. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Natalie, it's fantastic to have a listener. I, genuine, it's always one of my favourites to actually have a mm. listener on the show because then hopefully they can understand some of Tom's mad ways and the way his brain works because I've no fucking clue how it does yet. <laughs> um, you're a cleaner. Yes. How long have you been a cleaner for? Um, eight years this year. I started off with houses and then I do offices and showrooms, stuff like that. So it's, it's domestic and commercial. Things like, like football clubs and bits and bobs. So it just ends up, we end up rolling into someone gets your number 
we could be doing anything really. But it all sort of started because I'd become a mother and I was a bit like, I used to literally, my husband would come in, tag team it, I'd go out work evenings and I was a bit fed up of that really. And he was a fed up putting the kids to bed. <laughs> that can um, happen. That can happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I just started cleaning for, for one old person and then they started speaking to someone else and it all just sort of went from there. Before COVID, it got to the point where I'd had quite a big team, so I ended up having about 18, 19 cleaners. Wow. Was your own house, before you became a professional cleaner, was your own house absolutely spotless? Yeah, pretty much, because I was at home most of the day with the kids and then I would go to work in the evening, so I would clean it and I wasn't cleaning other people's houses. But then as soon as I started cleaning other people's houses and getting paid for it, I didn't really want to clean my Yours house. Yours turned to shit. Yeah, yeah no, um, Nasty, like, I'm, I'm afraid is... I'm going to have to rudely interject <laughs> in that because I've just had it in my ear. Your husband, just for the listeners, your husband is is here with your son, Harrison, as well, um, watching in the galley. Gallery. Be <laughs> 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 in the ship's kitchen. He's in, so he's in the ship's kitchen. Um, when Tom asked if your house was, you know, spotless as well, Apparently there was a chuckle. Once a big, upon a time it was, and a yeah. Big, and a big fat no. So that domestic uh, can be worked out in the ship's it, it, kitchen. It later. isn't now because he's not paying me to clean my house. Ah. So why should I clean it? Good. That's like the builder that doesn't build shit at home yeah. because they're doing it all day. The other thing is when you clean someone else's house, you clean it all. So it might look like an absolute shithole and you tidy and you clean and you walk away and no one's there. So it looks perfect and you're like, yes. But when you do it at home, literally five minutes after you've done it, they destroy it. Yeah. And that just makes you think, I can't be bothered with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no real, like, desire or desiration to be, like, you're not like a clean freak, OCD? No, no. Or it, it, it was worked. Just... It's a cheap business to yeah. set up from scratch with no overheads. So it was like, I've got kids, what, do, what can I do? And literally I started it and shortly after I'd become pregnant with my third child, last child, wasn't really planned. <laughs> um, they never are the third, are they? But you've well, got four, fourth, haven't Joe. you? So <laughs> that's just madness, maybe. And I'm one of five, so there we go. Are you? Oh, my goodness. You just like them too much. Um, <laughs> no, um, so I was literally like, I either grow it so I've got people working for me I can afford to put him in childcare and I can afford to like work and have him because I can't be a full-time mum because mentally I would just go crazy. So literally, yeah, within sort of six months, I went from me to about 10 employees and I was like, well, it has to sort of work out with childcare. You know, sometimes he'd be in childcare and I'd maybe go to the gym or something. That's a nice touch. <laughs> and maybe just tidy the gym, just put your weights back. Yeah, yeah. Right, have you, uh, I'm hoping Natalie has, or I'm presuming that Natalie has, but Tom, have you heard of someone called Mrs Hinch? Oh, don't. Oh. I'd like to hear more about Mrs Hinch. Um, Mrs Hinch is someone who like videoed herself cleaning her house on Instagram and social media platforms and then just got massive. Like She's got over like 4 million followers now. She's got deals. She's got deals with She's people like... Dettol or Mr. Muscle or Tesco, someone like that. Tesco's, everything, everything yeah. all that lot. It's m mental. How Why is she Mrs. Hinch? Has she got a first name? I don't actually know what her first name is. I don't know. But no. she comes out with stuff that's been going on for ages and it's like, she like literally shoves about 20 products down a toilet and it's like, 
oh, you can do this because I've get this from this place, Tesco. Oh, you know, I see. All these things. Like, put 20 products down into it because it's great for the environment and I'm just getting paid for all this stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Which is great, you know, <laughs> <laughs> And it probably uh, smells amazing, but sometimes you just got to think, oh. Toilet duck under the rim. Yeah. Job done. Really? So what I gather from that uh, response to <laughs> me bringing up Mrs. Hinch was, you're a big fan. I just think it's like, you know, it's all stuff that's been done before. And fair enough, she, she's been paying a lot of money for it, which good on her, you know, yeah. good for her. Yeah. But now you just think, oh, I picked up some pyjamas in Tesco's the other day and I was like, oh, they're nice. And I was like, oh, Mrs. Hinch. <laughs> Pajamas. Yeah, she's wearing a range of pajamas and slippers, and you know it's like anything now. She's sold her soul. She's not stayed. <laughs> she's not stayed true to the cleaning bible. She's sold her soul. <laughs> it's not just that, but it's, you know you can clean a house without using fifty million products. You know you can use a bit of white vinegar and a bit of antibacterial washing up liquid mixed together with a bit of hot water, and it works just as well. You know it's right. We need to get into can this. you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Hang on. What? Go on. I would like to know, let's say, Natalie, you've got a uh, like a plastic container in your left hand and you've got room for six bottles of something. What are you taking? Got to have a bit of bleach. Okay, bleach. Love bleach. Number one. White vinegar. Ooh. Antibacterial washing up liquid. Yeah. Why Why white vinegar, not brown vinegar? Uh, it or doesn't malt clean. Vinegar? It doesn't clean. Why does white vinegar clean and malt doesn't? I don't really know, but white vinegar is supposed to be like... Um, it's oh, it, it sort of gets rid of smells and it also you can clean sort of lime scale with it. You it, it's it's an all round cleaner really. You can shine your taps with it. You can do your windows with it. It's it's good. It's good stuff and it's cheap. Okay, yeah. So we've got a bleach. We've got our anti back. No, we've got Is bleach, it? white vinegar. Yeah. Anti back. Yep. Any particular. Is there a type of brand you no, like? No, antibacterial washing up liquid. So if you get an antibacterial washing up liquid, you can mix it with the white vinegar to make a spray bottle of something that cleans. Okay. So oh. you don't necessarily need an antibacterial spray because it's quite they're, they're quite expensive. So if you wanted to do something which is a bit cheaper, you could use that with your white vinegar to, to clean. Right, right, so that's our three, Joe. We need three more, Natalie. Fabric softener. But a nice smelling one. What do you mean? So what are you, what are you, you got the washing as well. You got a fabric softener, so you can water that down, and you can clean down your skirting boards, and it smells really nice. Or you can spray it as a like a fabric um, spray. So you're not so even using carpets. it as a softener. No, it's more for smell. It's more for like people like the houses to smell fresh. So it, you can spray it on your carpets if you've got dogs and cats, and they're a bit smelly. Um, or, or you kids. can just wipe stuff. Yeah, or kids, they're smelly. They're really smelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can just spray down night like, skirting boards, door frames, you know, stuff that's just... And it, it does get rid of, like, the muck on it and it just leaves, like, a nice aroma. So we've got... That's four. <laughs> we've got two more to go. Cream cleaner. Cream cream cleaner. Like Sif. It has uh. to be the original because it smells really nice, whereas the lemon one smells a bit funky. What's cream cleaner doing, then? Well, if you've got stains, stains on your, like, stainless steel sink, or, you know, when kids draw all over the walls? Fucking mm. hell. Yeah, or doors, that tends to get rid of it with a soft sponge. Does it? Yeah. See, my wife convinced me that... Um, Not all Nothing walls. would get rid of any of it, so I had to paint the whole room again. <laughs> but now I think she's lying to me. She just wanted me to repaint that room. How many times have you painted the room? About eight. <laughs> <laughs> Probably last from a B. A bit of glass cleaner, obviously. Yeah. Although you can use the white vinegar, but I like a bit of glass cleaner. 
And in your right hand, so that's in your left hand, in your right hand, what sort of cloths are we talking? J cloth, microfiber cloths, that's all you need. What's a J cloth? J cloth is like, you know, the ones you use for your dishes. Or you do, we don't do your dishes. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you presume I don't do my dishes? And maybe your wife does them for you. My wife does You don't the know dishes. what a J cloth is, so. Okay, wait there. <laughs> be a long-winded episode, but they can play, yeah? <laughs> Are you good? Wait. Oh, okay. Wait. Getting Daisy on. What Should time is it? Oh, God. <laughs> Doing the dishes. <laughs> hey, Mugwam, you okay? Yeah, you? Yep. Um, just a quick one. We've got Natalie, the cleaner, on the show. And she's turned around and said she just presumed I don't do the dishes because I don't know what a J-cloth is. Do you know what a J-cloth is? Like a cleaning cloth. That's too generic an answer. Like dish cloth. Can't give her the answer. <laughs> so who does the dishes in our house? I'd say predominantly me. <laughs> sometimes you. <laughs> you can't just cut people off when they tell you the truth. Ran out of signal. Did uh, you do the dishes once on a Sunday? Yes. I actually this whole weekend just gone. Natalie. Oh, wow. My wife went away. Did you say, oh, wow? But the fact I haven't finished saying it the yet. The fact that you just said, my wife went away, so <laughs> you sort of had to do them. No, 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 no. I'm telling this story, and it starts with, my wife went away for the weekend with her friends. and <laughs> Just get that bit as well. And I was, I was at home with my four children, <laughs> and she was like, you'll be all right, won't you? Yeah, I was like, yeah, of course, I know, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm a dad. It's just a great time to just carry on being a dad or just be a dad. It's how we roll. It's just what happens. And she did leave me a couple of things, like make sure you remember to feed the dogs and water them and do us a favour, I don't want to come home to, like, giant piles of washing. And I was like, OK, but when I've done the washing before... I know how to do the washing. I lived on my own for four years. I'm quite capable. But when I've done it before, you've moaned at me that I don't do it properly or that I don't separate them appropriately or I don't use the right softener or etc. So is there a particular way you want me to do it? And she was like, no, just do it fine. I was like, okay, fine. And my mother-in-law was also stand with us. Oh. So she did it. So I didn't actually do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so me trying to form a defence that I do pull my weight in there, that, yeah, the stereotype is real. It's bullshit, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Daisy yeah. would know more what a J-cloth is yeah. than I do. But I leave my husband involved and, um, well, in charge, sorry, and he just allocates it to the children. Good. No, that's a good way of, mm. like, yes. and, giving and them And he, some... he says it's to teach them how to run the house. <laughs> Fuck like it. it. Robbie, you are the man. You, that is parenting 101. Right there? Agreed, Tom? Big time. Yes, but when they hang my washing out, it's really, really shit. And it doesn't dry. The thing is, when they do that, do you then complain and then do it yourself? Well, I have to go and rehang it. So basically what they've done <laughs> is they've trapped you, Natalie, in a world where forevermore you hang their washing. Yeah, but I can't have a go at them because I've left it to their father. I do want to have a go at him. <laughs> what other things would you use in your right hand? Brush, scrub a brush, scour, is it scour? Scour. I like a scour. I've tried to like downsize my kit because it used to be that I'd get to a a job and I'd have like this whole car full of stuff and you just now I tend to just borrow people's when I'm there. You use the, oh. the, the house's stuff? Well no I do my customers now because I haven't got a big team there's only me and one other lady now in the daytimes. My customers are quite niche whereas they used to be quite big so they know me quite well but the problem is is that I use their stuff and then I chuck it in my bag 
Tracy who I work with, she has to go around sort of like, because otherwise they go, Natalie, have you nicked my stuff? And I'm like, let me check my bag. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so you now go into people's houses, clean it all, mm. nick their stuff. Well, I don't intentionally nick their stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like I used to use... Can I say Sephora, which is a, a nice, a nice brand. We have that in our house. Yeah. Is that expensive or not? Well, it is when you're a cleaning company, not when you're buying it really for your own home because it goes quite a long way. Obviously, you used to use that a lot and it smells lovely. Mm. And um, my customers are, oh, Natalie, you know, it doesn't smell quite the same. I said, yeah, because I've stopped using Sephora because it's really bloody expensive. And they're like, oh, right. And I'm like, but you can buy it yourself and I'll just use it if you want. And they're like... Yeah, all right then. So <laughs> good. Yeah, you this know, because they're all like, I think when I had people working for me, they were my customers, but they were also like serviced by someone else. But now they know it's me. They're like, oh, just help yourself, have a coffee. Like my husband rings me sometimes, goes, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Just having a coffee whilst having a bit of cake." And he's like, "Are you at work?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I've got here and." like whoever I'm working for, said, like, help yourself to birthday cake and have a coffee. So I'm just sitting down and I'm having a coffee and a bit of cake. <laughs> so you're just going around your mate's house now, really? Yes. Well, some of them do become quite... The, the people that I've got on board now, like, because I do a lot of my own cleaning now, like, the Christmas presents used to be a bit rubbish when you didn't actually clean the houses. But now, like, this year, the Christmas presents have been really good. Like You get presents? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like Christmas. Like, Christmas is great. What when... did you get? You get Christmas presents. Well... It feels like Christmas. <laughs> well... <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> no, but, like... When I was just like, the, the say, the manager and I had people going in, they'd get like Christmas presents. Uh, and then they'd send me like a bottle of Prosecco. Mm. Don't really do Prosecco. No. Because I've had too many bad nights. Yes. <laughs> or, um, or gin. Well, I do like a bit of gin. Yeah. So what I tend to bit do spice now... rum? Oh, I'm not really no. a spice rum. Just I like a bit of gin. Bit I'm gin. a bit of a beer girl and I like oh. a bit of red wine. Oh, yeah, nice. So, but now, because everyone bought you Prosecco, I hint, like, about September, I'm like, here, have you seen those ads? And, like, that Disarano, you know, the white one, that looks really amazing. The white one? Yeah. You start Hinting, as they, far out as they September. All, they all kept buying me Prosecco, and I hate Prosecco. So I thought, oh, we had thousands of bottles of blooming Prosecco in the house, and I was like... My husband's like, are you ever going to drink these? It's like, no, I'll just give them to the, the school tombola or something. That's, that's the classic <laughs> way you get rid of your shit foods, isn't it? Got a bottle of Lynx, you don't want it. Tombola. Yeah. Tombola. So this time I thought, said to the lady, I said, what we need to do is start, need to start talking about what drinks we like. So it hints that way. So this year we did a lot better. We got Baileys and am, like Amaretto and mm. Moe. So we did really well this Moe? year. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got to start hinting it early that you, you don't really like Prosecco, like you're more of a champagne girl. Or well, also you need to strategise because you don't <laughs> want to say the same thing in every house, do you? Because otherwise no. you'll have a glut of just a different product. You want a full array of different alcohols for Christmas. Actually, on that subject, I wanted How to ask you... How is that a subject? No, because I was going to ask about oh. Hoovers. Because there's one brand of Hoover that everyone thinks is the best Hoover, Dyson. No. No. Not for cleaning people's houses. So when I first started, we used to have like an upright, which was a Dyson, which is great. You know, but not for when you're cleaning six, seven houses a day because they break. I've had lots of people snap them in half. Nozzle issues. They've just snapped them in half. You've got to stick to a Henry. Is it really? actually? 
Yeah. Because so, it moves around nicely. No, just because it just takes a lot of shit. It's hardy. Yeah. It's reliable. It can take not loads of water, but if you haven't seen it first and you've sucked a little bit of water up, you know, it's not going to die. Whereas a Dyson, the motor's just going to just totally go. Really? I've done that a few times. What hoover have you got in your house, Tom? I've got a broken Dyson. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we've Snap. got... Where, whereabouts is it broke? Not where you're thinking. Is it snapped? It's one of those sort of small squat ones and it's got tubing coming... I know it so well, it obviously. Did it, did it No, it's it's quite... It, oh, it, is it like a little one on the floor and it goes up and then you've got a long correct, handle? Correct, Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's snapped. The, the handle snap. Where the mouthpiece attaches to the long hose. Oh, yeah. So at the moment, we can only use the smallest aperture sucker, which when you're trying to do the house, it just means everything <laughs> takes like five... Yeah. So what, what you want is... It's giving you... Yeah, but if you hold it at an angle so that it doesn't get the suction of it, so it's actually got some air, it'll work much better. I think you just need to buy a new Hoover. All that. So should I get a Henry? Get a Henry, but get a Henry Turbo because it's smaller than bigger Henry, so you can fit it in a nice little compact cupboard and it's more powerful. We did invest in a Henry. I did some extensive research. What's your favourite nozzle attachment? The long skinny yes. one. Yes. To do round the skirting, like around the edge of the carpets. It's that, not it's the just rounded satis- one then with the with little the person that you do around the edge of the, the room to do the cobwebs. We don't tend to get rid of our cobwebs. No. Is we, it an old house? Not really. A bit no. lazy? I think it's more that we care for spiders. For arach- arachnids. We, we don't want to ruin their... My wife's a vegetarian, so... <laughs> Expression, Natalie. <laughs> that explains the spiders. He just looks at you. Just go, she's vegetarian. Vegetarian, so we don't like to eat them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she's a vegetarian. Obviously, same face. No, I know. <laughs> Because it's my face. She's a vegetarian and we don't want to ruin their home. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? And we firmly believe they add character. Do you ever try it out and say your forearm or your beard? Yeah, loads. Beard. I get Maggie's hair Yeah. <laughs> and Felix's hair and it just like sucks it out. And if Felix doesn't wash his hair for a couple of days, little bug boy, it just stays sticking out where it is. I it's wonder great if fun. they work on knits. Never thought about oh, that. Oh, my God. We had knits in our house yeah. a while ago and I never Nightmare. thought to use the Henry. Oh but my that God. might have been a good idea. Particularly the bristles ones, could you agitate the scalp? Because those eggs just don't come out. No. Oh They're my just God, like, you're right. Even with their knit cones, yeah. you can't get them out. Right, They're but incredible. okay, let's get into knits a little bit. We recently had knits as well. I need the truth from either of you. How satisfying is it? Do you like it as much as I do? The knit cones. As soon as I got them, I was buzzing. Yeah, when I got rid of like the first lot of combing through, getting rid of them, combing through. I've got, well, we only did three. We didn't bother one because she's bald as fuck. <laughs> um, and he was like, no, she's fine. And then it was getting through. It was so satisfying getting them out then putting all the stuff on and all that. Lot. And then there was like a, a slow period where I kept checking them every night in the hope that more they'd eggs. come back. Really? And it was more because I was just so desperate to keep getting these knits out. They'd just fascinate the life out Do you not? Did you not get them yourself? Knits? Yeah. In my beard? Yeah. No, I, I was actually quite lucky. I didn't... Oh, like... well, my youngest got it. Yeah. He had, like, super long hair at the yeah. time. And he started itching his hair. And I didn't really think nothing of it. This was at parents' evening, actually. Oh, no, timing. <laughs> yeah, went out to work early one morning, come home on the Friday morning to take him to school. And my son went, Mum, Huxley's got, like things crawling in his hair and he's itching them and I was like what so I looked at his hair I was like oh my god like I could see him everywhere and I was just like oh and then I checked my daughter's hair she had them and then I'd been itching for a few days thinking it was like I'm thinking it was like stress because you can get like an itchy scalp through stress 
I was just like, you're all staying off school. Oh, my God. I was just, like, horrified. And I, I definitely had them. Like, I definitely... And I was... The lady I worked with, lucky enough, she went off to Tesco's for me, got me, like, six packs of knit stuff. Stinks, doesn't it? Oh, it's just so itchy. Like, it oh, feels all... It's, it's like, fantastic. It drips down your head, yeah. you? and it feels even more itchy. So, it's lovely. Oh, just was... I, I was horrified. Should we have a break on that note, Joe? Why not? With Game Pass. I'm Ellis James. And I'm Colin Murray. And in our podcast, Everything to Play For, we take a proper look at the greatest sports stories of all time. We're talking the juiciest rivalries, the bravest underdogs, the biggest comebacks. We are chucking a bit of context into the mix. Yeah, real deep dives like bottom of the ocean. Oh, yes. Do you want to do a PhD in Wayne Rooney? Then listen to this <laughs> podcast. We are taking those big stories of the names that you know, like Andy Murray and Wayne Rooney and Mo Farah and Arsene Wenger and Alex Ferguson. But hopefully, even if you think you know the stories, everything to play for will tell you stuff that you didn't know. Yes. And you can follow everything to play for on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can also listen everywhere from June the 10th and binge seasons early and ad-free on Wondery+. Plus. Those were the adverts and we've had a nice little break. Natalie, you've been a cleaner for eight years now. Yeah. You must have been in, what, over a thousand houses? A lot of houses, yeah. Okay, so that sounds better actually. <laughs> you must have been in a lot of properties. Yes, I have. I've got a quote here on your application to the show that says, you once found some knickers in a church. Yes. <laughs> now, is that the weirdest thing you've found? First of all, tell us about the knickers in a church well, and then tell us about the weird things that you found in all these properties. Yeah, we, we clean a um, church every week and um, we just go through the motions, doing the same old stuff. And <laughs> the lady I work with was like, Nelly, Nelly! I was like, what? What's going on? She was like, I found some knickers. What? I said, yeah, but were they folded up like they're falling out of someone's bag mm -hmm. as an extra pair of drawers? Or did they look like they'd fallen off someone's ankles sort of thing? <laughs> and she said, well, they weren't folded up. And then my next question was, are they like some slutty pair from Ann Summers or are they like M&S? Because <laughs> it makes a difference, doesn't it? If you're meeting in a pew for that sort of situation... Who the fuck is meeting in a pew? Well, because they open every day. I Quiet didn't realise. places, aren't they, Joe? They open every day, nine till, like, four. Churches? Yeah. All right, carry on. Someone comes and opens them up. Probably the Lord. The Lord, yeah. obviously. And she was like, well, they don't look like they were folded up. And I said, oh, and she was like, I think someone's got a finger blasting back here. <laughs> <laughs> Is she that one coming, if, Joe? She said, if not more. And she said, maybe. If not more! <laughs> <laughs> 
In the pew of the church. She's had more than a finger blasts un- under the Lord's eyes. It was among the Bibles. Was it? Yeah. What sort of knickers were they? They were just plain black. Slightly not particularly not, no. slutty, but slightly like they weren't bloomers or anything. No. So they could have well like been shaken off and then someone had maybe like interrupted them and they'd run out and they'd left their knickers on the floor. Panicked, just left yeah. the knickers. Because you do get people coming and going in these places. Because it's like this particular church, there's a food bank in there as well. So they leave the food out and just come and collect it. So, I mean, they may have not realised that was happening and just thought, oh, this is our usual meeting place. It's been disrupted. There is another possibility here as well, Joe. We're assuming here, Natalie, the knickers belong to a visitor um, mm. and a female visitor. Think about who spends the most time in the church. Old people. <laughs> The vicar. Oh my God! Who knows? Because of the cassocks, robes. Could have been the vicar's knickers. The vicar's knickers. That is really good. I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. Now you've ruined it. <laughs> now you've ruined it, Natalie. You were incredible, <laughs> and within one sentence, you fucked it all up. Sorry. The vicar's knickers. <laughs> the story of the vi- like Julia Donaldson. I think it would be. Yeah. Here's the vicar. Here's his knickers. knickers. <laughs> Super worm is super strong. <laughs> That's exactly super what worm is super long. He finds his way into anyone's knickers. <laughs> Especially those that belong to the, the vicars. We are we are gonna make millions, the three of us. We can scrap the cleaning. We can definitely scrap the podcasting. So we've got the Vickers knickers. Allegedly Vickers knickers. Yeah, we didn't put them in lost property. We we did put them in the bin. Okay, did you tell the vicar though? Not the vicar, but there's a lady who we clean for who pays for the church to be cleaned. Okay. We clean her house and I, I did say to her, we found a pair of knickers today. What was her reaction? She said, ah! mm. and then I went, who knows what they were... Doing there. I like how you've left that open-ended, Natalie, because if they were the woman's joke, she almost feels duty-bound to step in. But I didn't really want to say too much because she is quite religious, so I didn't tell her about the finger-blasting or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what other examples could you possibly share? Well, we do a hockey club and... Wow, you really do a wide range of yeah. facilities. Yeah, we do. Okay, church to hockey club. What happened so, at the hockey club? The men, surprisingly, in the changing rooms, the like football side aren't too bad. I mean, you get the odd pants and this, that and the other. But the women are pretty horrific. There's a regular person who urinates in a plastic nappy bag. That must take some doing, really. And they tie it up and they put it just beside the toilet for you. And it's it's a treat. Hang on. (laughs) They're literally by the toilet, which is a large receptacle... Specifically designed to urinate. They go within the toilet cubicle because it's there, and there's some little nappy bags or like bags to put your sanitary wear in. And what they do is they take one of them out, they urinate in it, and then they tie it up in a little bow and they leave it right in front of the toilet for you. It's it's a treat. Why don't they just piss in the toilet? Well, this is, you know, it would be a lot easier just to sit yourself down on that throne. That has to be up there with one of the weirdest things I've ever heard someone do. And I've actually said to the guy that I speak to deals with all the the cleaning out. I'm like, she's back again. She's doing it again. Can you circulate another email about He could probably, if he coordinated your identification of the piss bag with the team selection each week. Well, I actually say it's obviously somebody that's been in on a Monday night so it, it's one of the Monday night crew. Obviously, you get different people, but you you know the schedule, and it's always on a particular Monday. But sometimes they don't do it up, and you know, you're oh. like, oh, seriously? You 
What is this we're talking about? <laughs> Who's pissing in a bag in a toilet and leaving it on the floor to be cleaned up? My question is, is that aim for a woman? I mean, that's... Are they holding the bag like this? Like each or, side? Or are they going to... <laughs> is their initial receptacle, much larger receptacle, they're then decanting yeah. from that receptacle into the bag, maybe it's using a funnel? It's definitely urine, though. It's, it's just... It can't be anything else. It's not apple juice. <laughs> You put, well, I mean, you're not going to take an apple juice to your hockey game and then stick it in a bag, are you? I, I, I... Surely you're just calling someone out and going, Oi, Dave, can you just ask one of your... Ask who in your team is pissing in these bags? Because <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah. I need, I need, it's each to their own, I know, but that's not play on, is it? That's not playing on this... That's no. Not, unless they're getting kicks out of leaving their piss for you. I think they're getting kicks out of it. Because it just seems like a really weird thing too. It's not a very nice toilet. They're quite cold. So like, and a lot of the time it's winter that I find it. So you've got to take the time to actually piss in that bag. <laughs> <laughs> you you go back. So that, that doesn't put you off. No, because I've seen, a, the, the, we've had a lot of disgusting stuff. Like, it, it, oh, what, th- What's your limit then? So if, if you're happy I don't to like, carry on I don't up- like hair. Hair. Like hair. Like in the sink yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like hair just always makes me throw up. But I will. As long as I've got gloves, I'll pick it up. But it's like... Uh, Head hair or pubic hair? Uh, no, it's just like long, wet oh, hair. Like, it doesn't matter what, but it's just the, the thought of it. It's like long, wet... Oh, and it clogs up sinks as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like it just... I had a big one on Sunday. What, hair or...? No, no cleaning. Oh, right. Doing some cleaning at home. Okay. And the sink in our upstairs toilet was just really slow. I was like, fucking hell, something's blocked down there. I can't see. So I unscrewed it and looked down it. I was like, yeah, there's a bit. And I pulled out a little bit and there was a little bit of hair and it was still blocked. So then I was like, fucking hell, got to do this. So then I went under the sink, unscrewed the nozzle and all that lot. And then the waist bit. You bend. You bend. So I got all that out and was just, it fucking stank. And I was just pulling That's out. That's the thing that makes you feel sick. It's all like the this snow hair, and it's like black, and it has all of like fat, like body Everything, fat. Yeah, all stuck to it. And then the more I was doing it, I was like, "Oh my god, it's white!" I was like, "Why is this hair white?" And then I realised it was my fault because I'd been chopping my wig. <laughs> And because I was giving it a little trim up and I'd got loads of it stuck in the sink and then just thought it'd wash away. But all this wig hair, which isn't, it's even worse than natural hair that it clogs up even more because it's fake. And it was just all my fault. But what, what was the wig for? Not part of the story, Natalie. Oh. Um, <laughs> the bedroom? A bit of Rob and... Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so satisfying to get all of that out, clean it all out, run the tap again, mm. and the, the water is just... I was loving it. Yeah. I, I, it didn't phase me in the slightest. Day, my wife, she can't do any of the plugs, all the hairs yeah. and all that lot, even though, with the greatest respect, most of the time it's her hair that is clogging up the sinks where she's brushed her hair in the, in the shower or whatever. This episode is sponsored by the following exceptional people. In Dictionary Corner, it's John and Victoria Collins. Tender Love and Sean Carey. The Duracell Bunny, Rob Duro. Hallelujah, it's Josh Buckley. Kerry the Noble Steed. That's the ticket, Tommy Pickett. Ah, oh, Minnie Marla Harrington-Smith. The laptop, Joe Dell. Go on, my son, it's Andrew Harrison. Jake Ingram, Sebastian Schlowski, and Belcher Alloway. The Isle of Kyle. Lewis, and the marvellous Matthias Redger Alkane. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, get bonus content, and grow the show today. 
at what point have you ever gotten to the point where a house has been so dirty or so rank that you've just gone, I know it's work, but fuck this? Yeah, I mean, when I first started cleaning, I'd take anything on. I'd say, oh, we'll turn up. Uh, without seeing it, I'd say, oh, we'll turn up. Um, and I remember one morning going out with Tracy, who works with me now. She was my first employee. She's now my last employee. And I remember that morning saying to her, I think I'm pregnant. From a property? No, no. Oh. Saying that morning, I think I'm pregnant. So we turned up at this property. Didn't really know what was going on to see. And literally, as we walked through the front door, and it, it's not, the people are lovely. Like, the husband was quite ill. And the wife wasn't that young, to be fair, to be cleaning. But um, she turned and said, so all I really want done today is the kitchen and the bathroom. And she took us into the kitchen and they must have deep fried everything that they ate. And literally it was like fat up the walls and unseeding and there was like food that had been sitting on the side for like ever that was all mouldy. The floor was covered like I don't even know. It was just like Tracy looked at me like what the fuck are you brought me through? (laughs) (laughs) I like the I like Tracy as well, yeah. Yeah, Tracy is really funny. She gets me for every day to be fair and um, then we looked upstairs and she was like looking at what we've got to do and you just telling me that you're pregnant. I'm going to take the kitchen because you may destroy your baby (laughs) (laughs) if you take that kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And we was there and when we come out, we did finish it, but the woman wanted to go back and we both got in the car and she went, I'm never fucking going back to that (laughs) house ever again. Because that day... As it was early on, I'd bought like these polo shirts for us for, for work to wear for work. She went, give me one of them fucking polo shirts. I'm going to chuck this T-shirt away. She said, <laughs> I need to burn it when I get home. <laughs> just immediately like, no, I can't. You're just going to feel horrible. But we both literally were sitting there like taking our tops off in the car, but another top on was like, I just, have we had enough today? That was our first job. No, no, we'd be fine. We'd be fine. But she was like, please. Make any excuse you have to, but we're not going back there. <laughs> what about, like, Joe? there are there are certain cleaning issues that every house will have. So, Natalie, can you give us your top tips, please, for dealing with these, uh, these issues? Number one, Joe likes a drop of red wine. Mm. You put your glass of wine down on the carpet. Daisy's told you not to. I'd never fun. do that, Tom, but okay. this is hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yes. She's told you not to. Yeah. She's walked out, and then you stretch your leg out, boff. Glass has gone over. Whoosh. What yeah. colour is your carpet, your lounge? Cream. Natalie. Gotta be honest, I don't think you're getting that out. <gasps> oh. But cream cleaner, that was on about earlier, and white vinegar are really, really good. So you'd put a bit of cream cleaner down and you'd like scour it in slowly because I've done it for rust, which from a radiator. And uh, so you scour in the, the cream cleaner and then you put a bit of white vinegar down, scour it in, and then wash it all off and it does come up quite well. But Red wine is really shit. Even if I use the old wives' towel of white wine, doesn't that cancel out red wine? No, I think that's just a load of bullshit. <laughs> Cleared that one up for me. Yeah, excellent. I've tried that. Okay. What about sparkling water, though? I'm sure sparkling water, especially San Pellegrino, because the pH level in it. <laughs> that, okay, that's a no. Not cheap, is it? No. What about... You could try it, but maybe on top of the other two. Okay, yeah. Or what just about... get a carpet cleaner in. Or a new carpet, by the sounds yeah. of it. Or a rug. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I do tend to do that. Yeah, we just have randomly. <laughs> or you could just, if you didn't want to admit to dropping your wine, if it had been like a bit of an argument, could just get the iron, put it down whilst it's hot and pretend <laughs> that you've dropped the iron and then it's it's better than having spilt the alcohol if you've got a bit of a problem. I was just... <laughs> 
It's not got rid of the fact the carpet's fucked. No, but it's fucked it a bit more, so it just... <laughs> Could you get Pixie to walk around that nappy and do shit in that area? <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I don't think shit really, like, stains it, though, does it, from baby shit that I've had on my carpet before? No. Comes up quite well. Yeah. Joe, what other stains or familiar household issues would you like to mention with Natalie? We've had the red wine on the carpet. Ovens, how do you clean an oven? No one likes cleaning an oven, do they? No. I mean, I didn't like cleaning ovens, and then I decided that I would go into ovens because all my customers were asking me. Brought one of those big boiler things, you just chuck everything in it, boils it up, take it out, and then I realised, oh, my God, it's actually harder work than what I expected. I'm laying on the floor upside down, and, yeah, no, you just need some good products. But actually, if you've got the time and you're at home... The old white vinegar again, mm. bicarbonate soda. This white vinegar, water. bicarbonate soda combo just sounds great. It's just easier. And if you've got the time at home, you just make a paste, you shovel it all over your oven, turn it on for 45 minutes, turn it off, and it all just literally turns to ash. So that is actually the best way, but it's not as quick if you're going into someone's house cleaning ovens. You know, you can't be doing all that crap. Thoughts on a on a scourer, mm. as in like a Brillo pad, not just like the scour, the back of a sponge scourer. Right. An actual Brillo, you know, the metal one. Yeah. They're my favourite things to use to clean off any of the oven dishes, any of like, the stuff that's burnt bits and that, it's fantastically satisfying for me to get a Brillo pad out and just take off all the dirt and rubbish, including actually a layer of like, <laughs> metal so it changes the colour. Say we've got a black So you put a, a non-stick pan into a stick pan. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that does. I've then. actually done that to a lot of my husband's pans. Oh. On purpose? No, because just because I've been trying to clean them. Yeah. And then I don't really... He cooks and I don't really. Yeah. We're not very well. Mm. So then he's like, what you don't understand, that is, you've just ruined all of my non-stick pans. And I'm like, but they're clean. <laughs> Both of you make good cases, actually. You can't use them again, but... Yeah, but they look clean. Joe, how do you how do you feel about <laughs> stacking dishwashers? Yeah, I love it. What's your technique? Well, I, I don't shove a lot in. I like them evenly spaced out. So beyond the spacing that is generated automatically by the... Yes. ...interior racking. I would space it out more. Why? Because it cleans them better. I find that you put too much in there, it doesn't clean them. So I'd, I'd actually put stuff in to soak. What's these? Rabbit fingers. Yeah, parenthesis fingers, yeah. Say that again. Speech marks. Speech marks. I'd put things in to soak in the sink so that there's more room in the dishwasher and they're just so, so that they clean better. But Daisy's just like, what are you doing? Put it all in the dishwasher. It can fit. That's so it'll a man-woman provide. See, I just chuck it all in and then my husband goes, Natalie, you can't stack a fucking dishwasher for shit. <laughs> and I'm like, but... I want to chuck all, everything in yeah. so it's all done. Yeah. But then actually he is right because when I take it out, half the cocoa pops are still stuck to the bowl, mm. you know, and half the dinner's still in it. So I leave half the stuff in there and then it ends up going through twice anyway because <laughs> it hasn't cleaned. <laughs> so admittedly, I, I hate the fact that he's right, but I, I'm shit at stacking dishwashers. Do you not think, Joe, and I'm only asking this hypothetically, that if the company whose entire business is making dishwashers have given you a stacking system within the dishwasher mm. that they have calibrated the stacking so that each thing could get washed properly. Hypothetically, Joe. No. So they're shit at designing dishwashers. I think they've designed it like that on purpose to make it go shit for your dishes so then you have to go and buy a new one because you think that the dishwasher's broke. Okay. 
Two more dishwasher questions for both of you. Quick answer. Cutlery with the prongs and the knives facing up or down? Down. Knife's down, mate. You're not seeing that episode of EastEnders. Okay, forks? Uh, up. Down. Everything's got to be down, isn't no, it? No, no, you've got to have forks and spoons up. Why? Otherwise they don't get cleaned properly. Yeah, but why do they not get cleaned down? Because all the water shifts up. Mm. So it cleans the, the bottom bit more than what it does up the top. That's why you put your knives down, didn't you? No, I put my knives down in case I've left it open and I accidentally trip up and fall on the knives. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the fork would be it. fine, with it? Still when have you ever seen a sharp fork? <laughs> They've got three prongs on it. Are uh, they sharpened? It's still going in your sharp. forehead if you've. Why am I yeah. falling on it? Yeah, but the knife's not going in my forehead. It can't go through your skull. You just said if you've tripped over. Yeah, but your like if I tripped over, I'd obviously be falling backwards and it would go. Why in. are you going backwards? Because that's how you trip over, isn't it? <laughs> Why do you walk backwards towards your dishwasher? Why do you reverse to the dishwasher? Well, you then not... rotate at the last minute. Oh, yeah. I think you're talking shit. <laughs> I think she summed me up nicely there. Uh, Final dishwasher question. Pans on the top shelf or the bottom shelf? Pans. You Mine don't, don't fit on the top you shelf. You don't put pans in a dishwasher, mate. Yeah, you do. You do not put pans in a dishwasher. Why? It ruins them. Ruins them if you wash them with a scarra. No, you just... Yeah, okay. Everything ruins them. No, you don't put pans or specially made knives in a dishwasher. If you've had a few to drink on a Sunday and you've got lots of pans, you put them in a dishwasher. In they go. I think that's disgusting behaviour. You need to look after your pans a lot more. I understand this. Right, okay, right. We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one, I'm afraid. My pans don't fit in the top, so they would have gone in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a controversial subject we might need to touch on. I once went to someone's house to film something and it was a house they rented out and like they did they do it all the time it wasn't for them they, it was just their house it was a nice thing they rented out but they tend to pack away a lot of their own personal stuff so it's a generic house and I had a little snoop in one of the cupboards underneath the TV of which underneath the TV you usually find what DVDs old remotes old remote electrical items like that cabling yeah a bit like that I open up this, I find cornflakes, Cocoa Pops, what? Rice Krispies. That's where they keep their... In the um, lounge? Yeah, in the lounge. That's where they keep. And next to them was an, uh, <laughs> a butt plug. What? Um, some other toys. Find the cereal. Yeah. yeah, next, in the same cupboard. So I'm like, right. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, what's the scandal with this guy and his house? And Okay, that's a weird place to keep them, but each to their own. Actually, I'm the one at fault for snooping around in the first place. I love snooping. You, there we go. You being a cleaner. <laughs> I always snoop. You snooping around people's houses? Yeah. Like, so we have people, like, reg like the regulars now that we've got, I'm pretty familiar with all their stuff anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> I've snooped it so I've hard. I've seen it all. I've seen every all their cupboard, stuff, every everything. Door. But there's one lady who I go to and she likes the fitness. Like, she likes saying the fitness. So I usually go in and have a quick go of a hula, weighted hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> but she had one of those things recently. With, you know, it's got a little, like an, a little egg on it and then you put it around your waist and you have to... Oh, I've seen yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're easier to undo when you're undoing it and it's not round your waist. Yeah. So I done done it. I was like, oh, I see what this is like, Trace. Put it around. Yeah. I'm like, oh, harder, harder than you think to like rotate it. Couldn't get the thing off, could I? <laughs> <laughs> so there's me and her like tussling with this thing, trying to get it off. I'm like, Christ, I hope she don't come up. Finally get that off. I hadn't finished snooping at that point. because I've been doing this house for a while, but I've but then my friend said, Have you ever looked in his wardrobe? And I said, He always looks like he wears the same thing. Has he got a wardrobe? She said, Yeah, that's his wardrobe. So we have a look in his he's like 
the men in black. He's always in black. She opens his wardrobe because she does their ironing, so she knows how much black he has. (laughs) So she opens it and it's like 15 black trousers, 15 black shirts. And they're quite an old couple. It made made me laugh. And then when you look to the side, there's his, like, his page three calendar. (laughs) (laughs) And it made me laugh that she's made him put it... In the cupboard. ...in his wardrobe. (laughs) He obviously likes December because it's May and he ain't changed it since then. But we, lo- we love a snoop. So there's another lady who um, we've done for quite a while and um, she used to always have this black thing behind her long mirror. And I assume, because she's got a cat called Chopper, that it was a cat, like, you know, you get them things... Cat scratcher. No, you, you sort of like... It's cat like a little her. hole. It's like a little holder and it's got a little cat thing bed. on it. No, you play. So you play with the cat. C- a mouse on a string. A bit like that. But cat, it, it looks a bit more diamante. Uh. But I just assume, because she, she's a bit classy... It was a bit of more of a classy cat toy. <laughs> well. But anyway, so one day I was going through a thing. I, I do like to have a snoop. And then I found all her t- sex toys. And I realised that that was to go with a lot of other things. And it wasn't for the cat. It wasn't for Chopper. Well, in some ways, yeah. It must have been a little whip. <laughs> <laughs> I see what it is now. Yes, I understand. But it changed. It just, when you have a snoop around people's houses, it does change how you look at them because you have this whole persona of them. And then when you start finding stuff, you're like, ah, yeah, I get ya. So it's quite interesting. It's quite invasive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you love snooping. My last question is, what about any damage or things that you might have done in in the line of duty? Yeah, so... You've either admitted to or not admitted to and managed to get away from. Yeah, so I've sucked up loads of knickers, obviously, in Hoovers, and I don't ever admit to them. They're just, they're gone, you know. Yeah. They're gone for good. That's collateral damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> there's one house that I, I end up calling myself Smasher. They're pretty good. They're still <laughs> one of my customers now, to be fair. But they had, like, um, a big glass dressing table and uh, picked up a candle, which I didn't realise the top was, like, loose, um, to dust, picked it up, and it just went... <sighs> and the whole thing smashed. And in the same house, ended up going to wash up a cup, a glass cup, and then, like, the handle fell off. And all these things kept happening, and I was like... <sighs> I smash out of, like, I've struck, I struck again. But they took it really well. I mean, obviously, I had to pay for the dressing table. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. They, they're happy with my cleaning. <laughs> Thank God. But no, lot, lots of things happen. Um, not that many, really. I mean, I haven't smashed any TVs or anything. Well, that's that's a good thing. I was, I'm glad that you haven't got many stories on that because yeah. it means that you're half decent. To be fair, yeah, no, everything that's broken is accounted for. I don't ever sort of like hide things or glue things together. I know someone once that you would take a stick of glue with them and <gasps> they would like glue ornaments together. I do admit to everything I do. <laughs> Which isn't a lot these days because I've learned from my mistakes, but yeah. <laughs> Natalie, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much and thank you so much uh, for bringing your husband and, and your boy down as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Natalie. Joe, I'll cut to the chase. I did not expect a reference to finger blasting in that episode. Fuck. 
I don't think we've had a finger blast in the whole time we've been doing this podcast. Which is extraordinary given the topics that we cover and the way we cover those topics. Name another topic we've covered where we should have said finger blast in the episode. Etiquette. Oh, yeah. When you said the thing about the Spanish couple in Barcelona on the wall. Oh, yeah. Still didn't use finger blast. No. What I use? Just finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? Fucking hell. If you would like to support this show, you can subscribe on Apple, Spotify and Patreon for just £1 a week. You can get bonus content, you can get ad-free episodes and at the exact same time, Joe Marla, you will be growing this show, but we say the instead of this. You can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Joe, I'm going to say goodbye to you. It's time we went home. Goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, Thomas. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.